Welcome to One Hot Thing, the podcast featuring advanced content marketing hacks from the world's best content creators. In each podcast episode, we take a deep dive into one aspect of our guests' marketing strategy, uncovering one specific content hack they use to grow their business. And now, your host, Natalie Haley. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. As you can see here, things have changed a bit. And before we dive into today's show, I wanted to tell you about what's new. First, the Hot Content Marketing Podcast has got a new name, One Hot Thing. Why? Well, other than the Hot Content Marketing Podcast being a bit of a mouthful, we have a brand new premise to the show too. In each episode, I'm going to be taking a deep dive with some of the world's best content creators to learn one hot thing that they do with their content strategy to get them results. We're not going broad, we're going really deep on one specific aspect of their strategy to find out why it works and how you can implement it too. I've got some amazing guests lined up already. We have Chris Ducker, we have Teresa Heath-Waring, we have Andrew Davis, But we are kicking off with a lady who is known for making a stir with her content. I am so excited to have Janet Murray on the show. To find out what her one hot thing is, keep on listening. Hi, Janet. Thanks for coming on the show. It's great to have you as the very first guest of the podcast in its new form. Well, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. How are you today? Are you good? Good today, yes. Um, yeah, just getting up to the usual stuff. I usually spend the first like hour of my day working at a local cafe, so mm. I get out of the house and don't sit sit on my bum all day. So yeah, I've been <laughs> to the cafe, have my coffee and toast, and now I'm back in my home office again. Excellent, in the zone, fab. So um, as you know, this show is about talking to some of the world's best content creators and uncovering one specific hack that they use to grow their business. Now, over the past five years, you've built a successful blog, podcast, email list, and you've got a huge social media following. You've been featured in dozens of national newspapers, magazines, you've done radio, TV, you've written a book, and you've spoken at a lot of high-profile events. And all of this um, has really helped you build what's a six-figure business with multiple streams of income. So I'm sure there are hundreds and hundreds of hacks that you could share with us today, but which one have you chosen? So I've chosen to talk about a hack that I wouldn't recommend that you do every day. So <laughs> I'll pass it by saying that. But I think it can be a really useful way to um, to get engagement in your content. And it's a type of post that I call the uh, grenade post. So I'm really big on when it comes to getting engaged engagement on social media. Lots of people struggle to know what to post. Uh, so I create a lot of content where I say, you know, you could create this kind of post, this kind of post, like quite formulaic, really. There's, there's certain types of posts that work really well. One of them, I call it the review post. Another one, I call it the gratitude post. Um, and one in, one that I have in my armory is, is called the grenade post. So do you want me to explain what it is? Yes, please. <laughs> okay. So the grenade post is when you, you quite deliberately uh, get onto social media and you post about a topic that you know will divide people and you know we'll get people talking and 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 get conversation going and we'll probably have people arguing in the comments below your your post and I think this is a really useful thing to do because I think people 
don't want to do business with like logos or brands people increasingly want to do business with people with personalities with opinions I spent like 18 years uh, working as a journalist and editor for national newspapers and if there was one thing I learned from that it's like you know people don't don't want to deal with people who sit on the fence like they want strong opinions so getting onto social media and sharing something that really gets on your nerves or a behavior in your industry or something that you've seen that you don't like uh, can be a great way to get engagement and as I say I wouldn't recommend doing this every day of the week (laughs) like I would say maybe a couple of times a month but if you want to get really great engagement and actually attract the right kind of people towards you then this can be a great way to do it. Excellent so it kind of is is a great way because there's lots of people out there struggling particularly on um, Facebook but not just limited to Facebook to get some real engagement and I have seen some of your posts of this um, of this nature, you just get hundreds and hundreds of comments, don't you? Yeah. And I think the thing is, is that as with anything you post on social media, it's got to be intentional. So mm-hmm. you've got to have a reason why you're doing it. So if I give you a few examples, so I, I run these speaker master, my, my core thing is like content and content marketing. But because I've spoken on lots of big stages, people started to ask me, like, how did you manage to speak on big stages? And how did you get booked? And the answer is, I didn't get it by like pitching pitching event organizers like you know mercilessly <laughs> just hassling them um I did it actually through creating um in, engaging content and building relationships over, over time and so somebody said to me well, why don't you put a, on a masterclass? class why don't you put on a one-day masterclass like how to get booked to speak on big stages for people who are already speaking but actually want to go to the next level so I thought that as part of my marketing for that that there were a few grenade posts that I could create around that and so one of the ones I did was when I basically said that that you know whenever I speak at events um people often comment on on, on what I'm wearing and they'll say oh I really like your dress or I they don't say I don't like your dress (laughs) you know they they will generally be kind of like giving me some feedback that's a really nice outfit and so where do you get your shoes from where do you get your belt from or whatever um and people are generally quite interested and actually last year it wasn't a wasn't a um it wasn't a grenade post, but I, when I was speaking at the Youpreneur Summit a couple of years ago, my most popular social media post ever was when I, quite seriously, I had bought two dresses to wear. One was pink and one was red, and I couldn't decide. Blue and one blue was one, and the other one was pink, and I couldn't decide which one to wear. So I took a picture of myself in both, shared it on social media, and I've never had a post that's got so much engagement. So I know from that that people are interested in talking about clothes. But something that I really believe really strongly, and I know not everybody agrees with me, is that looks matter and I don't mean being good looking or not being good looking I mean that people judge on appearance so mm-hmm. the minute that you walk into a room at an, an event whether you're speaking whether you're attending the, the minute you walk into a, a meeting room the minute you pop up on a Facebook live or wherever people are judging you and however much you think that's a bad thing like you know we're all doing it to each other all the time mm-hmm. so when you're a speaker I think it really does matter and I've seen people who are actually really really great speakers but they're not necessarily getting the chances because they just look scruffy or <laughs> there's something a bit off about their about their image it's often not just about their personal image and their clothes it often runs right across all of their personal branding like their website their social media there's just something off visually about them and their brand and people don't like to hear you say that but it's true and literally I think we make those decisions like, you know, I, I book speakers for my events myself and I go and check people out online and I probably don't even know that I'm 
like making half these judgments, I might look at somebody, I might look at a picture of them, I might look at their website, and I might not even register that I've dismissed them because of something off with mm-hmm. their appearance and their, their brand, and I've moved on to the next person. So I basically kind of posted about that on LinkedIn. And I just said, look, like it or not, looks matter. And, you know, when you're a speaker, people do judge on appearance. And that's why I'm running this in this speaker masterclass that I'm running. I've actually booked a session with a personal stylist to come along to talk to the group about about, um, you know, personal styling for speakers. Mm-hmm. So I knew that some people would really get well up by that. I know because I know some people. Would. So it's really interesting because some people, they automatically assumed that I was talking about women and I never said women I have men and women at these masterclasses but people some people just automatically assumed that it was all about objectifying women and women having to be pretty and whatever and I was like well, actually no that that isn't the case mm. but it basically divided people and lots of people were commenting about this particular particular post um some people you know agreed with me other people didn't agree with me but it certainly sparked a reaction and I guess what some people fear about this kind of post is they fear that, oh, well, you know, some people will see that and they think, well, I don't like Janet. Like, I don't like what she's about. So I'm not going to book on her masterclass. Well, quite frankly, that's fine, because if people like I don't want to work with someone, somebody comes into my speaker masterclass and, you know, they're wearing gardening shoes or something. I want to be able to say to them, look, (laughs) if you want to get books as big on a to speak on the big stage like I hope it's okay for me to feedback to you that you need to ditch the gardening shoes and like you know find a style that's a bit more kind of on brand and and if they're if they're offended by my post if they don't get it then they're not going to be a good fit at my masterclass and they're probably not going to have a great experience because we don't have the same value so actually that kind of post is useful as well because you know I don't really want people who are going to come along to my event and not have a great experience because they don't want to hear from a stylist they don't find that interesting they don't find it helpful uh if they find it offensive then they're certainly not going to like it um so actually it's a kind of it's a way of attracting like like-minded people towards you and the kind of people you'd like to work with and repelling those that 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 you know don't agree with you I mean does that kind of make sense absolutely so it's solving kind of really more than one problem isn't it so we've kind of mentioned that people are struggling to get engagement well that's the first thing it does it really does create a huge amount of engagement like I say you just get hundreds of hundreds of comments which we know is, is great for the algorithm and everything um but it also as you said the second problem that it solves is that it attracts it attracts the right people but repels the people who you're not right for and that that aren't right for you and, and your business and services so definitely, yeah, definitely, yeah. And, and I think with something like those masterclasses, they're quite an investment. So I don't want somebody to book a ticket and be really disappointed because it's not what they wanted or I'm not what they wanted. Like it's a way of almost like sorting the wheat from the chaff as well. So it actually works really well on, on, on that kind of count. Exactly. So there, there will be a lot of people listening, um, as you say, some of the some of the folks really divide the room. And there'll be a lot of people listening who think, well, you know, I can see how it would work. I can see how I can get more engagement. I can see how it can, you know, attract the right people and repel the wrong ones. But feel nervous about putting them out themselves out there and their own opinions and thoughts out there in that way. What would you say to people who are feeling that way about these types of posts? Okay, so there's a couple of little tricks that I would suggest. So first off, I wouldn't say, like, as a journalist for 18 years, I'm used to, although, I, you know, I yeah, I, I wrote quite a lot of opinion pieces. So I'm used to kind of having to put myself out there. So 
you know, I'm already kind of ahead in that that sense, I guess, and quite comfortable with it mm. and used to potential criticism. But if you're not, I would say sort of start small. So don't go all in there with a big post. But I did one about um which you probably remember, Natalie, about like if you can't afford to buy a ticket for an event, you shouldn't be speaking on that particular stage. Yeah. And that one went mad. And so like <laughs> that's not the kind of thing that I would do <laughs> if I didn't have an experience of like dealing with it, you know, like so so, so I would start with something quite like quite simple you know just like you know do do you feel like I saw one the other day which was really good which was um you know do you when you go to an event as a delegate do you expect the tea and coffee to be provided like mm-hmm. you know that's not gonna like probably make people like fall out is it it's just like but people are gonna have a difference of opinion and yeah. some people were saying yes I expect it to be free and some people were saying um no I expect it to be part of you know so you could just start small with something that yes you might get differing opinions but it's not going to kind of um you know make anybody go mad or um, so to so just sort of start with and, and just do it incrementally and you'll find you'll get a little bit braver so you know the more you do it the braver you get and the more used you get to to, to not not taking it personally when people don't agree with you and that's the other thing as well is that people like I often just people will sort of argue with me a bit I did one on Facebook engagement recently and people basically saying don't bother spending money on Facebook ads until you understand how to get people to engage with your content. But I had all these like Facebook ad strategists who were jumping on and arguing with me about it. Um, and in the end, I had to say, look, you know, I think we're just probably not going to agree on this one. So like, you know, thanks for your comments, but let's kind of leave it there and, you know, not take it personally. But the other thing I would say as well, there's a really clever way that you can do it. And um, this is how I always do it, actually. Really, I, I, I kind of don't say this is what I think or or probably 80% of the time I don't say this is what I think I'll say something like um so, so for example I did one on um on kind of like unsolicited like pitches and and I said you know do you know what I'm getting an awful lot of these these like messages from people who are contacting me and saying I've been on your website and I've noticed a problem with it and as a result I'd like to offer you a consultation or I'd like to you know you to become my client and 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 I'm just saying I'm just not sure like and and I say something like part of me kind of like admires them for Mm. just like getting off their bum and and actually getting in touch and being like resourceful but there's another part of me that kind of just finds it like a bit sleazy Mm. and 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 so can you help me kind of can you help me get my head around this kind of thing like you know what what's the right way to think about this like I can't decide what to do and and I I wouldn't write it like that but it's that kind of thing it's like you know this is a situation on the one hand I feel a little bit like this but on the other hand I feel a bit like this Mm. what do you think and when you're just turning it around back onto your audience you're not saying this is my definitive opinion I will stand by this till I die it's just like here's a situation here's a couple of ways that you could look at it what do you think then it, it, you're, you're not saying what you think and then other people will just come in and that's why I call it grenade post because then the grenade goes off in the comments and like let it all happen you know <laughs> so, so that's another little tip I would give you just just to, you don't have to say what you think you can just say look you know on the one hand it's like this on the other hand it's like that you know what, what do you reckon what what should I be thinking about the situation absolutely and I think you you handle the comments really well because quite a lot of the time you know people do um yeah they, they really do differ don't they in, in terms of opinion um and I think you you just handle it really well you're always really polite um but um yeah and fair I would say so I think I think you've got to be able to handle it the right way haven't you because if you don't handle it the right way it could go horribly horribly wrong and reflect back really really badly on you but I think the way you do it as I say you always take other people's opinions and feelings on board um, and as you say you never sort of 
you know, it never comes across as this is this is how it is, and just because you feel like that, that's that's definitive. You always take on board other people's thoughts and opinions, which is yeah, really, yeah. And I've actually got a really good a good example of how somebody changed my opinion about something from a mm-hmm. grenade post. So um, I was talking about how I was fed up with people sending me rude emails, like, and I've written a blog post about this, which is yeah. about you know, because I just feel like it's not like. I'm personally offended by it but with my email marketing for example I do quite a lot of email marketing and sometimes people would just send me these really like rude emails and I just think to myself like hang on a minute look you're you're my customer today but I could be your customer tomorrow and you know somebody might be looking for somebody who specializes in copywriting or whatever it might be Mm -hmm. and if you're being like rude to me for no real reason apart from the fact that I'm just doing my job and doing email marketing (laughs) then you're not really like have you really thought about the impact that this has on on your business so I was just kind of like I created some kind of grenade post on LinkedIn about this and a lady sort of said to me like have you have you thought about you know actually doing something surprising and she said instead of like you know getting cross about it how about you basically hug your haters and because I've I've read the Jay Bear book about hug your haters and I know the philosophy but but I hadn't actually kind of really thought about how I might be able to apply in my business so um the next person who sent me a a, a mean email I offered them a free book and um and they <laughs> emailed me back and I said I'm really sorry about that you know I'm sorry that you're upset I'd really like to offer you a free copy of my book uh, to say sorry oh. and like I, I just did it to every person that, that came back for however long it was <laughs> and like 50% of people said like oh yes thank you very much and then they emailed afterwards to say thank you very much for the book and whatever and then um a couple of people just ignored me and unsubscribed and that was that was fine as well um but actually you know that me posting about that and you know somebody's genuine response and just somebody did actually make me think about it a different way and and you know so I think often we think we get our, our ego like makes us think oh you know it's all about whether people are criticizing us or whatever but there's been loads of times actually where people have posted things where I thought oh actually yeah that's a really good point I hadn't thought about it like that and that's just one example I can think of off the top of my head but it's also a great way to like learn new things and to like meet new people and hear new perspectives and so I think there's so many positive things about it and you know if I've ever repelled anybody from one of those posts then (laughs) you know maybe I have done but they probably weren't the right client for me exactly that's right do you find there's any particular platform I know that um LinkedIn you know seems to be where I've seen most of these types of posts but do you think these types of posts work better on any particular platform I do think they work particularly well on LinkedIn Mm -hmm. um and I mean, they work on Facebook as well. I think Instagram, people are much nicer on Instagram in my experience. <laughs> um, so I just find that, I don't know, people don't tend to argue on Instagram. Um, or certainly it's not been my experience. People are quite nice and supportive. Um, so generally I would do, I have done it on Facebook as well, um, but definitely get the best results over on LinkedIn. Um, but I do think you have to think about also how about how you're interacting with other people, because I did a really good grenade post actually about how, I was always surprised how mean some people were on LinkedIn mm. and like how did they not sometimes think that maybe a prospective client or expected prospective employer might be looking at like, you know, cause I'm very aware of when I am responding to people with a grenade post, I'm very, very aware that people might be watching how I'm responding. And mm. like you say, being careful to be respectful of other people's opinions. And sometimes I do just get to the point when I say, look, you know, I think we're not going to agree on this. So let's just agree to disagree, have a great day. And like, you know, so I, 
I think it's but I'm always amazed how rude people are and and so when I this post went mental it had about like 60,000 views or something me just saying like why why are some people so mean on LinkedIn and um and some people were getting really angry in the comments about it and saying like you know you should say what you think and like you should be able to have an opinion and there was this one lady in particular and she was a recruitment consultant (laughs) and I remember saying to her I did say to her I said but like you're in a job like what if your boss sees like what you're posting because she was being really quite mean to some people on this thread and and um and and I do think we just have to think about you know I I don't think anybody's ever gonna like not want to work with you because you've got a strong opinion but I think just making sure that you're always treating others with respect and Mm. that you're always like being respectful of their opinions although you know on the odd occasion if I've had somebody that's been really offensive I would just block them um but but yeah LinkedIn is the place um and you know LinkedIn is the best place to get leads like people reach out to me every single day um off the back of grenade posts in fact so you know you might think you're posting an offensive post but you know or some people might be worried it's offensive but I always get loads of messages from people saying oh your class sounds really good or your course sounds really good can you tell me more um and uh, but it also is a place where you do get people who've got quite strong opinions and sometimes don't that they're not aware of who might be reading them yeah. um and, and I just think to myself to be, to be honest I, I I don't worry too much because I think well they're the ones making themselves look like idiots and and um as long as I'm being polite and handling it you know professionally um you know I'm okay it's okay to have an opinion the other thing I just wanted to ask you um before we wrap up is this isn't random for you is it so it's not like you just wake up one morning and something's been bugging you so you decide to put one of these posts out I mean, I'm sure there's there's times where that has happened but it seems to me that you are planning these grenade posts around potentially things that are going on in your business and in your industry as a whole um, and I know that you you know content strategy for you is a big thing you've had the the media diary out this year which helps people plan their content around events in the business and in the industry so would you say that's the case that you're you're, you're using these grenade posts to um, you know draw attention to specific campaigns and things like that? Yeah, so I, I'm big on um, sort of strategic content planning. So I've got the Media Diary, which is like an a 4 desk planner that you can use to plan out your content for the coming years. So it's got awareness days and key dates. But what I really encourage people to do is to sit down and do annual, quarterly, daily and weekly planning so that you're actually looking across your year and going, like, what's going on in my business? Like, what do I need to promote this month or this quarter? So whenever I post a grenade post, it's not generally just because I've got a bee in my bonnet about something. <laughs> it's because I've got a product or a service that I want to sell. Um, and, um, and and because, you know, I, I want people to kind of either get in touch with me or, you know, there's a call to action. So with those speaker posts, you know, those examples I gave you, the call to action is I wanted people to, um, to get in touch with me about my speaker masterclass. I think with the one that I did on LinkedIn, which was about... Um, people being rude and being like not nice to each other online I think it was to get them to read my blog post about this is what I think when you send me a rude email so for me there's always a, a call to action there's something that I want people to do next as a result of these grenade posts they're not just random I mean I have done a few fun things when I first started getting active on LinkedIn um, I did post a few just to kind of testing just to see what people got interested in and I did one on um, Starbucks like <laughs> but actually it is related to my, my business I did one on do you use your real name in Starbucks because I don't like to give my real name in Starbucks because I don't like people hollering my name so I just make a name up <laughs> and, um, and so I, so I, I kind of got I got this conversation going about it because I thought the reason they did that was kind of like a marketing thing because you know people show the 
people show the pictures of their names felt wrong and all that kind of stuff. Um, And again, that was really interesting because some people got really angry because I was talking about Starbucks. Um, Some people just thought it was ridiculous that I was making a name up. Um, And other people wanted to put me right and say the reason that it, the, the, the reason that they um, ask you for your name is so that they don't give people the wrong drink. So I had people who worked at Starbucks who were very keen to point that out. But basically, that one was one that had tens of thousands of views as well. And so occasionally, I might do something. But even there, there's a business angle because I'm talking about customer service and I'm getting a conversation going about customer service. And I, I don't think, particularly when you're first starting out and you're testing on someone like LinkedIn as well and Facebook, just doing some posts which where you just test out like what happens if I say this or and the only big no-no if if it's okay to finish up on this is Mm. you have to be careful about about calling out other business owners I saw somebody did a post about on Facebook the other day um which was you know may well have been aimed at me or people like me but um it was about business owners who closed their Facebook groups and it said something like um I think it really shows the character of a person who closes their Facebook group um you know just because they're not getting leads or sales anymore and I read that post and I didn't respond to it but but for me that said a lot about the character of the poster um and I think you have to be careful I I would always avoid taking pot shots at other business owners I think that's a real no-no so using other business owners so saying oh I've seen coaches do this or I see other people in my industry do this I do try and avoid doing that kind of thing particularly if I think you know somebody might read it and think it's about them um and the only other word of caution I would give though is that sometimes when you're in business like me um sometimes people think it's about them even if it's not so I've had like clients if I've been talking about generic problem like something that's coming up clients getting in touch that post was about me so no it wasn't (laughs) that's just a post about something I'm seeing in the industry so but I definitely think probably you know particularly if you're in business I think poking like you know kind of making posts that are kind of you know seem to be about what other people are doing in the industry I think we've all got to look after each other and I think that's probably a a bad move and you're likely to fall out with people in your industry if you do that kind of thing so um, I would warn against that so does that sort of give you yeah give you... absolutely and I would yeah. imagine there's like some other things that maybe like I don't know I'm guessing like maybe talking about religion or politics or anything like that I'm guessing that that could really um yeah I mean I wouldn't like <laughs> like for example I wasn't post about Brexit not, no. like, <laughs> not because I think it's a touchy subject but more because um, oh, it just wouldn't stop. Yeah, I mean, I think th- things like religion and politics, you know, can be a bit sensitive. But what I found actually as a journalist, and this is translated into what I do now, is when I used to write stories as a journalist, and I used to think, oh my God, this story is going to upset people so much, and we'd work so hard on the legal side of it and making sure it was all fine. And that would be fine. And then just occasionally there would be a story that you'd work on and you wouldn't anticipate any problems whatsoever. You wouldn't think anyone could possibly take offence or complain or whatever. And then then somebody would. And I think I found the same actually with content marketing is that, you know, just occasionally you might share something which you think is perfectly innocuous. And for whatever reason, somebody takes events at that. And um, when you're putting content out in the world, you know, you are always taking a risk. but but you know for me again if it's, if you're listening and you're worried about sharing this kind of content please don't let it stop you because I, I've literally had a handful of problems like over the years doing these posts like most of the the things that have happened have been hugely beneficial to, to to me and my business and if I hadn't actually you know put in the time and effort to do that um I, I would have lost out so so please don't let it put you off putting content out there and um, just be stoic about it and um, you know it's a great way to get engagement 
Yeah, definitely. And it's fascinating. It's a fascinating topic. And what I like about it is that it's accessible. It's nothing that any any of us can't do with just a little bit of thought behind it and a little bit of planning and a little bit of, you know, Yeah, and and for me it's about shifting into that I'm always amazed actually like when I run courses or I'm creating content on this for me it's like the most obvious thing in the world like if you just think about what you chat to your friends about when you're having coffee or what you chat to your friends about down the pub Mm. they're the subjects what you put on your personal Facebook wall like they're the things that people are actually interested in Mm. but for some reason I think when people get on social media they think they have to be all corporate and serious yeah absolutely well thank you so much Jonna it it really is a great a great topic and it's been great to have you on the show would you just round off by telling people where they can connect with you online and if there's anywhere in particular you'd like them to direct them to um, best place to find me is my website, which is janetmurray.co.uk. And I've got tons of content on there on my podcast, but also my blog. My podcast is The Janet Murray Show um, to help you to create more engaging content. And this year, actually, is going to be all about LinkedIn for me. So come over and find me on LinkedIn. Um, there's there's not many Janet Murrays who do content marketing and content. So you should be able to find me really easily. Fantastic. And what I would say to anybody is they have a spare 10 minutes. They're stood in a queue. They're on a long, boring journey is to check out one of Janet's posts because, um, you know, when you get one of these threads where there are, you know, tens and hundreds of people commenting, it is just, it makes a fascinating reading. <laughs> so insane. So well, thank you so much for having me. No worries. Thanks again, Janet. This podcast is part of the You Are The Media Network. For more content marketing advice, head to hotcontent.co.uk. Why not join the Hot Content Marketing Group on Facebook too? Come and meet other like-minded entrepreneurs and share knowledge, ask questions and gain support in promoting your business online. See you in there.